Good morning, everybody. Our final edition of the season of Tea to Green is on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Thanks for joining us here on this Labor Day weekend, first Saturday in September. I'm Brian Colsey, along with Kevin Sylvester. PGA Pro Jeff Metis will join us a little bit later on in the show. And we have a jam-packed show coming up here. Lots of guests, including Stephen Barkowski, the executive director of the Western PGA, who will join us here in just one moment. Also, Ryan has an hour from Batavia Downs Gaming. Uh, he's got more information on our majors contest, as well as the Kentucky Derbies today. So he's got uh, a couple of minutes of insight for you there if you want to make a pick. In our second segment, Kevin's got a couple of guests. We'll be talking about Donald Ross Sportswear uh, and also Lancaster Country Club, one of our home clubs. And then, uh, as I mentioned, Jeff Medes will join us in our third segment. A little thoughts on what's upcoming with fall golf. So a lot to get to here. Let's not waste any time. Good morning, Kevin Sylvester. Good morning. Jeff's a guest today. I love it. Good stuff. Right. We just had so many guests. We had to just cut somebody. Jeff drew the short straw. He's out for the first two segments. So Jeff, uh, very important fantasy football draft also this week. So he's preparing very tough for that as well. He's going to lose his league. I know. He does every year. He gets fascinated with these guys. I know. <laughs> I told him not to. I said, he's trying to draft Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly. I, you know, guy, I said, you know. stick to the rankings. That's right. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's bring in Stephen Barkowski from the Western PGA. Of course, the Western PGA, a great uh, supporter and sponsor of our show here. Steve, good morning. Morning, gentlemen. How are you? We're great. Thanks for coming on. A uh, lot of fall news to get to here with the Western PGA, but just one thought here quickly on last week's uh, second leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Of course, this week is the Tour Championship. They're down to the final 30, a Monday finish, with, which, by the way, is awesome on Labor Day to, to watch that final round. Uh, but it ended in as dramatic fashion as we've seen in recent memory, Kevin, maybe even the workday had a, a similar event. Remember Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, both made bombs down the stretch putts that was. Uh, but this one, DJ makes an incredible putt on the final hole to force a playoff. And then Rom does it again to, uh, to DJ on the first hole of the playoff to win. Just an incredible performance by two of the best. Brian, I, I had an opportunity to host um, some uh, video conference chats with those players, with some uh, folks from Coca-Cola uh, this week uh, for the tour championship. On I did this on Thursday morning, and Dust, I, I got to ask Dustin and John uh, at each of them individually to ask them about those putts, and uh, they hear, uh, you know, Dustin first talking about, well, you know, he, he knew he had to make it. Uh, to force the playoff. So that was a little, you know, extra because normally you wouldn't try to make that putt, but I was trying to make the putt. Like what else do I have to lose? Uh, so it, it, and I, it, it was interesting to talk about the emotion. We never see any emotion out of Dustin Johnson. And like, you know, he raised the, raised the arm in the air. Uh, you know, we never see that. So uh, that was great to, to see that emotion because he really wants to win uh, the FedEx cup. He wants to have that on his resume along with the great prize of 15 million bucks. Uh, but he wants to be a FedEx Cup champion because um, I, I think he knows that he wants to stack up more majors and things, and he's playing unbelievable right now, And as is John Rahm. Been unbelievable all year long. I asked Rahm about his putt, and, you know, I said the same thing. He's like, you know, I'm just trying to get that to a couple of feet. And it's, you know, he's like, the course he grew up on said it had a lot of slopes like that. So he goes, I'm pretty good at putting on slopes. And he said, even my process in reading, he goes, I'm just looking at the way I think the slope goes. I'm not looking, okay, when it gets here, it's going to break this way. It's like, I knew it broke twice, but 
I'm really just reading that first slope and trying to get the pace I had to. He goes, and then I started walking. And then when it made that move, and I'm like, this has a chance if it cuts back. And then I'm like, this is going to go in. And, you know, he, he goes, I blacked out. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> what happened. And he goes, even without fans there, which would have been nuts, right, uh, if fans were there to have him. But what – and then Dustin, he almost made the next putt, right? He, he thought he made it. He goes, I, I thought I made it. Um, Steve, when you see a uh, – oh, sorry, Kevin. You, no, go ahead. A, no, Steve, go ahead. I was say when you see a putt of – you know, 80 some feet or more, hundred feet. Like we've seen, I mean, even if the caddy told you like, Steve, this is exact, I'm going to actually draw the line on the green that the break is like to execute the proper, you know, execution of hitting it and at the proper speed. I mean, that, that, you know, that's part of uh, sometimes when somebody says, Oh, how, you know, how much break should I play here? Like, well, I could give you 10 different answers because obviously what speed are you going to hit it at? But to execute it to perfection like they did, Steve, I mean, that was, that's on long putts like that, just, it shows why they're the best in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, I think we uh, incorporate a, a putt like that at uh, the Duster Challenge next year and, and, and maybe as a shootout hole or something like that. But, yeah, it's, it's – I mean, <clears throat> these guys are the best of the best because of how they putt. You know, and that's why uh, Johnson and, and Rom are up there because they're such great putters. I mean – Everyone on tour is so good from tee to green, but the ones that make putts are the ones that win week in, week out. So, yeah, it was pretty impressive. I mean, um, I've never I've never made a putt that long. I know that for a fact. And you think about all the factors can go into that slope, wind, hits a bump. I mean, it's just – it was pretty impressive to watch. And good for the PGA Tour. Uh, they couldn't have scripted this season, this, this shortened season, any better than they have. And I'm pretty excited to see the tour championship this uh, – uh, you know, second round and, and then Monday finish this weekend. You know, that's the great thing about our game, uh, guys, is anything can happen, right? The, in, the guy can hold on from a bunker to win. Uh, you know, think of Jordan Spieth, right, uh, in the playoff against Dan Berger several years ago at the Travelers Championship. I mean, anything can happen. And you, you <laughs> Colin Morikawa can drive a green on a par four to win. Right. Yep. Colin Morikawa, right? I mean, Dustin, a little guy that's not Dustin Johnson that's, you, know. <laughs> you know everybody thought he's going to be your PGA champion and then Colin Morikawa chips in Brian even before that the chip in for birdie and he's the PGA champion for the PGA of America just great stuff I know Stephen Barkowski with us here from the Western PGA Brian Colesfield Kevin Sylvester here on our season finale of TD Green uh, all right Steve couple things to get to here first of all this weekend or this or this week I know you held your uh, your senior championship, but let's talk about just uh, what went on at your section championship. I know that happened uh, just a little while ago. Yeah, recently we held our section championship out at uh, Cobblestone Creek Country Club. All of our PGA professionals are eligible to compete, and it's actually the first step in qualifying for Kiwa next year, the PGA championship. Uh, we had 40-plus uh, PGA professionals out at, I don't know if you guys have ever played Cobblestone Creek, but it is a test. Yes, uh, T to green, <laughs> on the greens, it's a test. It was a tough Tough few days, and uh, we were excited to see you. Rob Krajewski locally from Glen Oak. He actually uh, <clears throat> he came into the final final hole, uh, the 36th hole. It's a 36-hole championship. He was minus one. He had a few-shot lead. He, he had a tough time on the last green. He actually, I think, four-putted on the 36th hole. Uh, the gentleman, Neil Reedy from Cobblestone Creek, came in after him, uh, tied him for the lead, and then he went to a four-hole playoff. And Robbie got it done on the on the fourth hole. So actually, Rob Krajewski, Neil Reedy, and Jeff Rosetta from Oak Hill uh, will actually be representing locally. 
the Western New York section next year at uh, the PGA Golf Club in April. Uh, that's 300 plus PGA professionals compete in that across the country. And then actually the top 25 from there will compete uh, with the best in the world, the John Roms, the, the Dustin Johnsons at uh, Kiwa Island next year. So pretty exciting for us. It's always fun for us to host uh, such a such a major event for our PGA professionals. A huge thanks to you know, all of our sponsors that that allow us to uh, create these these phenomenal events and for our professionals. It's fun to watch. I mean, it's you think about how good the tour players are and our PGA professionals are you know a little below them, but it's still they can compete uh, on some tough courses. Yeah, congratulations to Rob and all those participants and those moving on. Okay, upcoming this fall, you've got some things going on uh, that people can get involved with. You've got a fall junior series uh, with some high schools that uh, I know people may want to get involved with. Yeah, first time ever we actually, uh, we've been, we were debating it a little bit because of what happened with, you know, fall high school seasons and what's going on with school. So we actually spoke with a lot of the heads of section six and section five golf. Uh, we worked out with our local facilities. We've got uh, four more junior tour events this fall, every Saturday for the next, I believe, four Saturdays through early October at some of the better courses around the area. And if you play high school golf and you reach out to your coach, he actually has a code for all the kids that play high school golf because we wanted to give them a little break so they can save some money on some of the tournaments and still be able to compete this fall. Uh, it was a, a five-series. Uh, we started, I think, uh, a few weeks ago out at Fox Valley. Uh, we'll end it at uh, Penfield Country Club in October. So, you know, we're excited to be able to, to provide, after a shortened junior tour season, some additional events for these high school kids that might have not be able to compete. Uh, Steve, I wanna, that's awesome, by the way, uh, for the kids. Um, I want to ask you about another event that uh, extended family member helped to organize, uh, tee it up for the troops. Randy Kryzak, I don't know if you deal with Randy at all on the board. Great guy. And uh, tell us, tell everybody about this great event. Yeah, Randy, Randy Kryzak, is a, he's a good gentleman. Uh, I do deal with him on the board. I've been fortunate to be part of that, I think, now for this is my fourth season on the committee. Um, it's been held at Wanaka every year. And we the support we get year in and year out, and the support we've gotten actually this year is phenomenal. And what it is, it's it's really Wanaka Country Club and their membership and the local community coming together uh, to support three different veteran organizations. One of those being PGA Hope, which is helping our patriots everywhere. Um, this year, we actually, we can't do shotguns, but we're going uh, tea times pretty much the whole day. I think we got 35 groups coming out uh, despite COVID. And, and, and we're fortunate we're going to raise, you know, we think, close to 15,000 for um, PGA Hope and our veterans. And it also goes to two different organizations locally. So um, there's still time. I'll actually, uh, I'll, I'll send it out on, on Twitter today uh, following the show, but there's actually a live auction with some pretty cool things uh, that you can, if you can't join us at Wanaka this year, uh, you can actually bid on some of these auction items. And again, 100% of the proceeds are going to your local veteran community. So yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun to be a part of and see the impact that, it, that it's made for our veterans. Very cool. We love hearing about things for our veterans. And hey, if you want to participate, Wanaka, if you never played it, it's, uh, it's definitely worthy to uh, head out there and play. Uh, last thing we want to ask you about, Steve, doubles golf we know was introduced this year, very successful, and uh, we're getting toward the end of it now. We are. We've got our, our state championship uh, coming up on September 12th. We've got 10 different facilities across uh, Buffalo and Rochester, they're giving me coming to our home site here at Glen Oak. Um, mixed doubles, seniors, men's division, women's division. 
uh, about 40 teams we think are going to compete in the state championship. And the top team uh, in each division is actually going to the Bears Club this November, uh, where Jack Nicholas is hosting. Uh, this is, again, we're one of 14 sections across the country that have started this this year, and it was tough in COVID to start anything new. So we expect next year, we expect to see 30, 40 clubs involved. Uh, same deal, state championship will be held locally, and then the top teams will go back to the Bears Club next November. So it's it's been a lot of fun. We've done it here at our home site at Glen Oak every Friday night. Um, <laughs> I know that the owners at Glen Oak have appreciated it because after the rounds, uh, usually it's, it's a last call is what happens with all the couples and the individuals hanging around on the back patio. So the residual that, that, that Glen Oak and our home site is getting from it has been, it's been phenomenal. And the, the coolest thing is that, that doubles golf, we've seen some, some really good players. So we'll see a score of, you know, 30, six under par for nine holes, but we'll also see someone who's never played golf before and shoot 49. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun to, to be a part of. Well, Steve, this is our last call with you for this uh, radio show season. And I just want to thank you and all the great prof uh, professionals in our section for their support uh, of this show to help us bring this program uh, here to the golfers in Western New York. It's, it's absolutely our pleasure our, our, on behalf of our 300 PGA professionals. Uh, we look forward to every year being a part of the TD Green Show. We look forward to next year as well. I know it's been a little strange this year uh, for everyone, but uh, we appreciate the support that you give to our PGA professionals, our facilities, and our foundation. And uh, it's a great relationship. And I know before the show, we talked about it. We need to find some time this fall, the three of us, and, and maybe Jeff Jeff can join too, but get out on the golf course and play some golf because uh, well, if we can find a tee time, right? That's I, right. I, just, I, just, I just read, despite missing about, I think it was 20 million rounds, I think they said, in spring nationwide, we're now up about 4%. From where we were last year so that's pretty incredible with with where golf is right now that's great golf is growing i know that's uh, one of your mission statements so the way to get it done here through what has been obviously a challenging year for all golf pros and all golf courses and clubs and uh, manufacturers and everybody involved in the golf industry i mean kudos to everybody for making it work and in a safe manner too for everybody to enjoy so Steve, thank you. Uh, don't forget, if you want more information on the Fall Junior Series, uh, the ticket or the Tee It Up for Troops event, the Doubles Golf, any of that, uh, or anything, uh, you just want to get yourself involved in golf in Western New York, WNYPGA.com is the website. And uh, again, I echo what Kevin said. We thank Stephen Barkowski and all the pros for their support of Tee to Green all year. Okay, before we go to break, it is Kentucky Derby Day. A little info if you want to get in a wager or two today. Uh, and also information on our majors contest. Don't forget the U.S. Open is in September. The Masters is in November, so we still have that going, uh, even though our radio show here on WGR does come to an end for this season. Uh, let's hear my conversation now with Ryan Hasenauer from Batavia Downs. We're here on Tee to Green. Brian Colziel with the Director of Marketing from Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel, Ryan Hasenauer. Uh, Ryan, along with the uh, good friends at Batavia Downs Gaming, of course, a big part of our majors contest, which, by the way, there's still two more. I know this is our last show, and it normally kind of golf season on the pro scene wraps up, but this year we know different. It's different. Uh, we've got the U.S. Open coming at the end of September, and then the Masters in early November. So uh, we'll, of course, have those and our normal great prizes, courtesy of Batavia Downs Gaming, coming up. So look for that on my Twitter feed, at BrianWGR, and uh, we'll get those prizes out. Uh, for that event and all the information if you want to get back into that contest. So, Ryan, welcome to the show, and uh, thanks again for being a part of our majors contest this year. 
Absolutely. My pleasure. And, and thanks again for having me. As you mentioned, you know, things are a little bit crazy with the, the majors getting moved around and our majors in horse racing also moved around with the Derby on Labor Day weekend. Who would have thought that that's how it would turn out here in 2020? But That's right. Yeah. So the Kentucky Derby is this weekend. Uh, that was a big reason why we're having Ryan on here. He's going to give you some info on if you want to get a wager in. But before we do that, we've got some also good news to pass along uh, about Batavia Downs, the casino itself, Ryan. Yes. Uh, as noted on Thursday, just a couple of days ago, we got the announcement that uh, Cuomo said that uh, the, the tracks or the, the casinos, we can reopen on September 9th. So as you can imagine, we're working diligently behind the scenes to make sure everything's nice and clean. We're following all the state's guidelines that will be ready uh, with welcome arms to, oh, to just welcome everybody in to Batavia Downs come Wednesday, September 9th. Uh, as we reopen. So keep, uh, keep it a sharp eye out on our Facebook page and on our website, Davia Downs, and we will let you know, you know all the details on when we're opening, what time, what you can expect when you show up, and, and all those great things. But it definitely was welcome news, Brian, that's for sure. Absolutely. For, for those, Ryan, that maybe regularly do come to Batavia Downs Gaming, um, what, what is there anything that I guess you want to pass along in terms of a message at this moment that you can, in terms of maybe just how the experience will be if it's going to be different in any way. Well, certainly there's going to be a reduced capacity that was announced today, but I know that, uh, you know, everyone will be able, be able to come in and remain socially distant. Of course, uh, face coverings will be mandatory. That's a big part of this. So just want everyone to make sure that they're doing uh, right by their fellow man and woman when they show up there, you know, being courteous to our staff who are happy to be back. And, uh, you know, we're all in this together. So when you're there, just kind of give everybody some leeway. Uh, as we kind of get our feet back underneath us uh, at the gaming facility. That's right. Yes. Good, uh, good advice. Remember those workers are, have families too, and um, everybody wants this to work. So uh, just be patient and uh, enjoy yourself like you normally would. Okay. So it is uh, Kentucky Derby day here on Saturday. Normally yes. the first Saturday in May, Ryan, it's the first Saturday in September. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this plays out, but we know tis the law one the first Triple Crown race, the Belmont, uh, a few months ago, and is the favorite going in this weekend to this race. Yeah, uh, New York bred horse, so go New York. Uh, he won the Belmont Stakes at a mile and an eighth, not the true Belmont test of the champion, a mile and a half, but of course they made all those changes because of the redone schedule. So Tis the Law is the favorite at three to five, some of the shortest morning line odds, actually the shortest one since 1979 when Spectacular bid was the odds-on favorite. So we've got Tis the Law kind of as your, your major horse to take a look at. Of course, Bob Baffert is in here. You would think, oh, that, that must be Bob Baffert's horse. No, that's actually uh, Barkley Tagg's uh, horse. But there is a Bob Baffert horse in there called Thousand Words. Thousand Words actually won the Share Belief Stakes back in August. He's the number 10 horse. And even though he's got kind of longer odds at 15 to 1, still somebody you might want to take a look at and use in your exotic bets when you're placing those on Saturday. And again, here on Saturday, you've also got to remember that you've got the OTB branches, which are open. Uh, they'll be, they're opening at 1030. So if you're listening to this, it's just a couple hours away. And we're going to be welcoming everybody into our branches. Of course, face coverings are mandatory in the OTB branches. You're going to have to make sure that you remain socially distant. There'll be uh, people in each branch. Myself, I'll be at the Whirly uh, branch and, and taking care of business over there making sure people are kind of spaced out. I'm answering questions, helping you fill out your betting slips and all that good stuff. And I mentioned that I'm going to be at Worley because normally, Brian, myself and you and Dan, we'd be out at the TV Downs, but with the TV Downs being closed uh, until next week, 
uh, of course, we'll only be able to make our wagers at uh, Whirly or the OTB branches. You can check out westernotb.com for the location near you. But of course, if you're still hesitant about getting out there, you can always make your wager on BataviaBets.com. You just do it from your PC, tablet, or smartphone sitting on your couch. Uh, there's going to be coverage for the Derby at NBC starting at 2.30 in the afternoon. It's going to go all the way up until 7 o'clock. The Derby goes off at 7. So uh, there's lots of races beforehand to bet on and a lot of good horses that will be in those races. So it's certainly an afternoon of, of horse wager you can get into. But So back to the race there. There's a couple other horses that uh, you want to make sure you take note of, and that's number 16, Honor AP. He's got a great lineage, and he's got Mike Smith, somebody who I'm sure you've heard me say that name many times when we do these Triple Crown and Breeders' Cup uh, broadcasts. Mike Smith is on the back. Five, uh, five to one odds on that. He's a second-choice favorite. It's interesting to note that the second-choice favorite would have been Art Collector, a very good horse, but uh, got a foot injury and has pulled out. He was about to be uh, in the race, and then before Tuesday's draw, when they draw the, the post positions for the horses, Art Collector was ruled out of this Saturday's race. So, again, that horse, Honor AP, probably would have been a third-choice favorite, but here he is, the second-choice favorite in the race. Another horse that uh, Todd certainly seems to like, and uh, you can listen to uh, WGR around 1.15 today to hear Todd talk to Nate Geary during uh, Sports Talk Saturday. He'll be given the, the final layout of uh, what's going on at Churchill Downs. Uh, there's a horse, number 13, attachment rate, and he's 50 to 1 on the morning line. But would you believe that this horse, he had the misfortune of running behind Art Collector in his last two races, and he was second to him in the Ellis Park Derby just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Art Collector, of course, is the clear-cut second-choice favorite would have been for the Derby. But this attachment rate horse, he seemed he's pretty game. He was ready to go, and he's 50 to 1, Brian. So that's somebody uh -huh. who you be using your exotic bets. I know I'll be using them in my exotic bets, and I may even put a dollar or two to uh, maybe win the race and collect some serious dough if that happens. Uh, that's somebody else you want to keep an eye. The other horse maybe to take a look at is number two, Max Player. After he finished third in the Belmont, so he raced in the Belmont and uh, finished third behind, of course, Tis the Law, he immediately was shipped to Churchill Downs and got a new trainer, Steve Asmussen. And so he already had a lot of good workouts over the surface there at Churchill Downs. And his speed numbers for workouts and in his last couple races have continued to trend upwards. And that's always important, whether the Derby is in May or the Derby is here in September. You want to make sure that your speed rating figures are always improving as you get closer to those big key races. And somebody you're going to use in your trifectus or your superfectus. So basically, it's the 17, the 16, the 13, the 2. And I do like the 10,000 words, uh, who's a Bob Baffert horse. So those are my five. And I'll be probably adding some other horses. Check me out on Twitter at RyanH7681. Probably sometime that afternoon, uh, in between helping folks over at the Worley Branch, I'll probably take a picture of uh, my bets and, uh, and what I'm betting on that uh, day. So it uh, looks to be good, though, 82 and sunny today out at Churchill Downs. So we'll see Beautiful. what happens. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you again for uh, your support of the Majors Contest and uh, your support of TD Green all year. And uh, we also have a more in-depth look at the field uh, on our T to Green website, check out my Twitter feed for that and our T to Green Twitter feed for that at T2G Buffalo or at Brian WGR. Uh, Ryan and I break down the race even more in depth. If you're looking for maybe some more exotic plays or some more interesting plays for you, uh, we'll break that down all for you. So three things to remember. Get your bets in today, BataviaBets.com or any Western OTB location. Next week, Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel back open on the 9th. And then, of course, our majors contests continuing with the U.S. Open and the Masters. So all that, again, uh, 
make sure you put those on your calendar. Ryan, thanks again for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brian, and uh, good luck to everybody today. Same to everybody. Okay, more T to Green coming up. We'll step aside. We'll be back with more right after this on WGR. We're back on T to Green and happy to be joined by the gentlemen, at least two of the team at Donald Ross that make us look good in our T to Green wear. That is the president of Donald Ross Sportswear, Mr. Rob Stein, and the vice president of sales, Mr. John Boland. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me this morning. And more importantly, thank you for making me and uh, the team look good this year. Mm, our pleasure. Nice and you're welcome. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, Rob, I've said it on the show, and I think I said it last time we had you on. Um, you know, your sportswear is the only golf clothing when I put on, whether it be a quarter zip or a golf shirt, that my wife says, that actually looks good on you. <laughs> but I bet as you I tell people, as I tell people, you're welcome. <laughs> good point. Yeah, but thrilled to hear that. That's, that's a wonderful compliment. Yeah, you guys have been holding out on me. Uh, Mr. Boland, I'll, I'll direct this to you um, because Donald Ross did the gifting for a tournament you and I played in at Wanaka. Yep. And yep. it was great. I loved how we got to pick things out and, and the logoing. But I've been holding out because as a bonus, you gave each participant a pair of boxer shorts. And, you know, we never talk about underwear, uh, particularly <laughs> with people. But I've got to tell you, these are the best boxer shorts I've ever worn. You've been holding out on us here. Kevin, it's funny that you bring that up. It's uh... – it's a minor part of our business, but it's one of the items that gets the most attention. Um, a few years ago, Rob made the decision to um, give a few hundred pairs away at the PGA show, and the golf professionals absolutely loved them and, uh, and then brought some into their shops. And uh, now members are discovering them, and it's a great item that we make. Yeah, thank you. So, Rob, what thank was you, the – yeah, what was the impetus of uh, getting into the, the boxer? Uh, yeah, well, you know, another just another way to reach the customer. Um, you know, the fabric, it's a great wicking fabric. It's an easy fabric to take care of. And um, uh, it was, a, it, and it's a very, it's a, it's a fairly simple business. So, and it's a great promotional tool also. So um, yeah, easy, just uh, easy and perhaps more revenue and, uh, uh, it's turned into like a little bit of a cult thing because we don't make a lot of them. And, you know, we have this, this e-commerce store now and we've had people go on that, you know, we have like six or eight different pair we, we offer and there are people go on and they buy them all. Uh, they <laughs> like the damn things. That's all. It's real easy. And as you do, they're comfortable. I can, I can understand why. I may I've got mine on today. In fact, I've got my eye on almost every day. I, 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 too, am actually wearing them. And uh, a quick apology to my partner, Johnny Park. I actually stole his pair. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a testimony. Hopefully, hopefully they were new when you stole them. Hopefully they weren't oh, yes. new. <laughs> yeah. they were They were definitely And I'm glad stolen. you didn't trade with him. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely still in the bag, for sure. Okay. Well, Rob, you mentioned it. Um, you know, in the past, you know, we'd always said, hey, ask your, ask your pro to stock Donald Ross in the pro shop. But now you essentially have your own pro shop online. Um, uh, I'll start with you, Rob. Talk about uh, DonaldRoss.com, where people can now go directly and buy from you. Sure. Um, you know, we started this uh, business uh, 12 years ago. And uh, at the time, um, 
selling apparel on uh, the, uh, the electronically or through e-commerce was a pretty new novel idea. I didn't give it much credence. I can tell you that. I grew up in the world of people like to see it, touch it, feel it, blah, 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 blah. And um, I think I was correct at that point, but it became evident. Uh, and, and, and the idea was to give the PGA professional something that was exclusive, something that was their own and so forth, and, uh, which was a nice uh, way to launch a business and worked very successfully. Um, but we did notice, oh, five or six years ago that, you know, geez, uh, people are buying things uh, on the Internet. We're buying things on the Internet. And uh, it's very convenient and so forth. And uh, so about two years ago or so, after, you know, we really analyzed our business carefully, we thought that, you know what, adding e-commerce could be a real benefit to uh, the consumer uh, and our customer. We have roughly a thousand customers. We have, you know, there are a few hundred thousand people in the entire country that have access to our product through private clubs and resorts. And um, uh, again, we thought this was a real channel of distribution we really could and should be involved with. And uh, we started on this um, kind of casually, kind of in our spare time, which you've been to our office several times, you know, uh, it might seem like we have spare time, but somehow we don't. And uh, anyway, um, the pandemic hit. And uh, I remember quite clearly, it was like, you know, it hit. Remember March 14th, we all remember that weekend and so forth. And then shortly thereafter, Carly and I are, you know, kind of looking at each other in complete shock. Uh, I think Carly came out of her shock. I know she did because I thought, you know what, F it. If there's ever a time to like just put our energy into this project, it's now. And um, uh, I'd like to say I, uh, you know, let the gauntlet down or whatever and so on and so forth. But we were all really just like, you know what, let's, yeah, let's do this. We've got, we've got the time. Uh, it'll occupy us. You know, this has been a very difficult situation, not just uh, physically, but also emotionally. Uh, and um, we just, we bored through the thing. Uh, about seven or eight of us, almost the entire company was involved with the project. It's not as simple as it looks like you just put a bunch of clothes, you take pictures of clothes and then put them on the internet and start collecting money. Uh, there is a, it's, it's really complicated. Um, anyway, we've got an excellent uh, advisor, uh, John Brennan, that's also local, who we've been working with for years, who uh, specializes in uh, all things uh, electronic. And uh, he really helped he really, he really led the way in putting this together. Uh, he and Carly uh, really were the two, I, I guess, uh, catalysts to get the thing moving. Uh, the others all seemed to be excited about the idea, but I would say John Brennan with uh, Carly's uh, uh, assistance and uh, drive uh, made this all happen. So that's, uh, that's kind of the genesis of the whole thing. And John, what's what's been the response? Uh, Kevin, we're we're really pleasantly surprised that we've been open now for over ninety days, and uh, great feedback. Um, you know, we put the product on there at a premium price so that we're not competing with our um, our core green grass green grass customers, 
and uh, we're getting orders from people all over the country. It's it's very, very interesting and uh, exciting at the same time. I, I want to yeah, well, it's uh, it's great. Uh, I've had friends say, "Oh, cool! I can I can buy it now." Friends who don't belong to private it's, clubs. That's um, a great point, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah and get access to it because uh, they see how good I look wearing Donald Ross. That's <laughs> Kevin, right. exactly. Right. Uh, that's why we pay you the salary we pay you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to ask you uh, before we we talk about uh, some things moving forward, uh, John. I want to ask you about an event that you're taking part in this coming Tuesday. Um, I'm going to caddy for uh, one of the participants, uh, at least for 18 holes, Matty Bukalik, uh, yeah. uh and Michelob Ultra there. Um, and I think you're playing to 100 holes for Children's Hospital, correct? I am. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, next Tuesday, we've already eclipsed our 50,000 goal. I think we're up to like $55,000. Uh, it's really exciting. Uh, it's going to be a grueling day, but a great day and a, a special thing to do for the kids at Children's Hospital and uh, a great cause and should be a great day at Craigburn. Yeah, Rob, I was willing to walk and carry a bag. I found out as a caddy, I get to drive the cart uh, even better. How nice. Yeah, I'm, I, think, I'm, I, have this, I think I have the same role. Yes. Taken. Uh, and so. Kevin, uh, Rob was generous enough to, to donate the outfits for the day and You'll see us all logoed up in our Donald Ross sport gear, and uh, I think we'll be looking pretty sharp. And we switch gears from apparel to clubs itself, meaning country clubs, and I'm joined by the general manager of one of our home clubs, Lancaster Country Club, Ray Tugin, uh, where I have just enjoyed being a member again this year. Uh, Ray, it's just been uh, great for me and my family. Uh, my wife's taken up the game of golf, and it has just been a great atmosphere this summer. Yeah, well, we're very glad to have uh, have you there, obviously, and your wife, and and uh, it's been a, it's uh, the end of the season has been uh, uh, much uh, more beneficial than the start, with uh, everyone uh, kind of having to figure out COVID and kind of what you can do, and what you can't do. So, uh, yeah, the club's got a great atmosphere right now, and and uh, uh, we're happy to have you guys here as well. You know, one of the benefits from everybody I talk into the industry, whether it be, uh, just had Donald Ross on a previous interview, whether it be club fitters, um, public courses, country clubs, the uptick in play, um, that's one of the benefits, I guess, uh, if you want to look on the bright side of COVID, has been all the people that have flocked to golf because it's one of the safe social distancings we can do. Yeah, it's been extremely uh, busy here on, on just about every day. Um, I don't know, you know what else you can do uh, with your friends uh, that could be as safe as, as you know, being on the golf course. Uh, but the play is, uh, it has been uh, very, very, very busy, um, you, know, you know, in theory or, you know, kind of in comparison to what we've been accustomed to over the last two years that I've been uh, the manager here at Lancaster, uh, but it's very nice. It's, it's, you know, it's providing a really nice atmosphere on the patio afterwards. Uh, it's providing, uh, you know, even with our altered, uh, you know, formatting of tournaments, uh, increased tournament participation uh, has been, you know, from what I was told, uh, you know, by our golf pro and and uh, other leaders of the club has been uh, it's at its highest that they've ever seen it. So. Um, yeah, COVID has uh, certainly presented its problems, but it also has uh, given a, 
uh, giant uh, uptick, in, or, or as you mentioned, uh, uh, a kickstart to the game of golf. And, and uh, we've seen a huge number of uh, beginner golfers uh, coming in and taking advantage of some of the programs that we have, uh, one being your life, obviously, with the two-and-out program. Uh, so, yeah, it's been, uh, you know, like I said, it's been getting a lot easier to, to manage and, and deal with um, you know, now that things are, are, are kind of known what you can do and what you can't. Yeah, it's been you know it's it's been nice. Uh, a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't want my maybe I don't want my wife to come play golf uh, with me. But you know what? Uh, we've had great times at the couples events, and she's found a group to play with. Uh, of she prefers to play with the ladies rather than me. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> which I'm not I'm not offended by. I'm glad she's enjoying it. And credit to to you and everybody there, from the maintenance staff to the golf pros uh, to catering, um, the servers, how everybody's. To, um, you know, made and worked what has been, uh, you know, a difficult ex- conditions for the staff, I'm sure, uh, to keep things at a, a certain level of expectation, if you will, keep th- have fun events, continue those events. There's limitations, obviously, and the members have uh, abided by those. But uh, just a, a public thanks to you and everybody there for all the extra work and effort that they've put in. Well, I, I certainly appreciate that, and uh, the staff has worked very, very, very hard um, all you know, all year, uh, in particular, to try to bring back the level of service that they're accustomed to. Uh, you know, the kind of the the, the the blended service that we're allowed to do, and, and, and things like that. But they've they've done a wonderful job uh, in, in doing that and, and providing uh, what we can from a service standpoint. Um, so I yeah I really appreciate that and uh, I appreciate them uh, and our members have been uh, super super uh, supportive of, of what we have to do. Uh, you know early on was uh, you know it was a little tricky and and you know trying to figure out what you can do. But uh, you know a big thank you for me and all our staff to, to not only you but all of our members for the, you know wonderful thing. Uh, you know, about our country club is, is you get to form those relationships and, and have that rapport that you, you know, you can have these conversations. And, and, uh, one thing I can tell you, you know, about Lancaster, and I know you've only been here a short while, but I've never seen a club that's been more, uh, warm and welcoming, uh, to new members, uh, you know, the old guard that's been here a long time, new employees, uh, they embrace them as, the, you know, as if they're their family for, for, many, many years. So uh, it really truly is a, a, a blessing for me to be managing this club uh, and the members are, are terrific. So uh, I appreciate the accolades and, and the, the thank you, you know, from, from your perspective. Um, it's just as equally as uh, it's good for us. Uh, you know, I'm glad to hear you say that because I was going to mention how welcoming the membership uh, has been to not only uh, my family, but uh, the friends, uh, that joined uh, the club too, and just how uh, quickly, like you're on group text, you're on, on the app and uh, included in things. So I, I think that's been great. And with that in mind, if someone out there has said, okay, you know what, um, I, I, I want to join a club, and they're, they're finally looking into it, maybe they got back into it, they're realizing that's a spot to go for families and you know, these challenging times, like it's been a refuge, if you will. Um, to go to a private club and still have some things go on uh, again under social distancing guidelines. And 
uh, the parameters that are allowed. Uh, what what should they do, and is there any uh, anything special for them to look into Lancaster right now? Yeah, so this, this time of year, it, it, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, kids going back to school. Uh, a lot of people are returning back to, you know, actually having to go into work and in the office. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, country clubs aren't at the top of anyone's mind, um, you know, at the moment. Uh, but, here, you know, what we do at, at Lancaster is, is we have a program where you basically finish off the year um, into the spring uh, with complimentary dues. So you and the family uh, would be full members of the club, uh, have access to you know, any and all the events, dining experience, the golf. Um, the pool, unfortunately, closes Labor Day weekend. Uh, so uh, that's, uh, that's a short little uh, time. But you come in, uh, you join now. Um, we welcome into the, the Lancaster you know, Country Club family. Uh, we get you acclimated. We get you set up with the app. All everything uh, that that comes along with membership, uh, and your dues would begin uh, in March of 2021. Uh, so it's a nice way for you to um, be exposed to the club, um, get a little bit of benefit, uh, obviously from a financial perspective, uh, get your feet wet, and then uh, hit hit the ground running uh, come springtime. That's a uh, great opportunity because you know our, we're not going to get snow till. Uh... Mid December. That's my uh, prediction. Uh, <laughs> that's so. You're right. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, me too. I because I, I want to continue to play uh, the great course, and I'll throw this. If anybody out there listening is interested, uh, you know, you, you ought to contact me on Twitter at Kev Sylvester, or if you contact Ray to the club, and uh, you want me to tell you about my experience, I, I'm certainly happy happy to do that too to welcome you to Lancaster Country Club. Ray, thanks so much uh, for the support all season, and uh, great to have you on again. Thank you, Kev. Appreciate it. We're back on T to Green, our final segment of the radio season here on T to Green. And we want to thank our friends at Scroy Financial for their support all season long. We've been telling you about Scroy Financial, the family-owned financial planning firm. They've been helping Western New Yorkers achieve their financial goals since 1971. If you haven't done this yet, do it now. Call their office for a free one-hour consultation, 674-6700. Great people to work with. Or go to the website, scroyfinancial.com. That's S-G-R-O-I financial.com. And our friends at the Jumpa Agency, Allstate, the Jumpa Agency with offices in Clarence and Williamsville. Yes, it is, uh, it is our final segment. As Kevin mentioned here, Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. We want to thank our guests, not only that appeared on today's show, but all throughout our season. And, of course, that means all of our sponsors as well. We're on the air because of them. And uh, we'll talk about some of them here in a second. But uh, I know, Jeff, you've been doing some work this year with Custom Turf. And uh, you've got a good message uh, for the fall for people that might be thinking about taking advantage of some of the things that Custom Turf has to offer. Yeah, we're doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, it's a great time of year to think about getting an indoor putting green or some dog turf in. Uh, got to shape out a really beautiful backyard green for somebody in Williamsville today. It's going to look awesome. But Thanks a lot to Steve Beatty and Custom Turf for sponsoring the show. And if you need something done with that, contact, contact us at customturf.com. It's a, we do some really, really cool work. I'm real proud of the work that we do. Excellent. Yeah, we uh, throughout our year, of course, normally this year, we're not able to do our remotes out at golf courses. But uh, all the golf courses that we normally are at, uh, you know, we're looking forward to being back live in person in 2021 with our radio show. Uh, but a special shout out to our home clubs. Uh, Tantera, 
and the head pro Don Schneider, uh, Briarwood Country Club in Hamburg, and the head pro Kyle Randall, and then at Lancaster Country Club, Mike Zabo and everybody over there. So uh, thanks to them for their support. I know Kevin and I enjoyed our time there this year, and uh, we look forward to uh, many, many more rounds, Kevin, coming up. This is not Absolutely. the end of the golf season, just because yeah, our season this is the best time to play. This is the, yeah, what do they call it? The elite season in Western Europe. It's the best time to play golf. Well, so this is, um, you know, yeah, it's one of my favorite seasons to play. You know, you got to go out a little earlier. You know, it depends on work schedule, right? I mean, uh, the days get shorter fast. Like, why does it seem like it takes forever for the days to get longer? And then all of a sudden it's like rapid fire for the days to get shorter. But, um, you know, I, I love playing golf when it's in the upper 50 60 degrees you know you've got uh, you can wear shorts with a quarter zip or you know you can wear the the golf pants uh you know the golf sweater uh get the foliage going there uh you can be a little softer greens uh because it's just and we've got some i mean great tracks i mean you think about the terrain we have here in western new york um and, and just the topography that we have at most golf courses and the trees that surround it. I mean, it is just, it's fantastic. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and the greens, they just pop and perk this time of year. Everybody's aerated. So around middle of September, the greens, they roll. I feel like they've always, always roll the best in September and October too. Yeah, everybody so, hates aeration too, right? I mean, it's like, oh, it's just one of the, but the, uh, the stress that, that's put on the greens throughout the season, right? They've got to do that to kind of loosen things up, Jeff. What, why has it got to be yeah. done? Well, we had such a hot summer and everybody was so active, all that compaction, all that heat, all that stress. That's how you alleviate the stress, get some, get that turf to regenerate and make things nice for the fall and for next year. If you don't do it, you're, you're asking for trouble, to be honest. Kevin, when do we get to start implementing the leaf rule? <laughs> you know what? I already have. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> sadly, sadly, Brian, um, you know, I, I'm seeing some leaves out there uh, already. Well, it's been a, a hot, dry summer, so these some of these trees have had enough, and they're uh, they're starting to shed already. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's interesting. Um, you know, if you you hit a golf ball, you know where it went, and you can't find it. And I mean, it's 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 it easy. Definitely, it happens, right? Um, and you only got three minutes this year. Three minutes to look. Right. You only got three minutes to look, and. It, it happens, and you know what do you what are you gonna do, right? You, you gotta go back and retee. I don't. So if you hit it near leaves, should you hit a provisional right away, right? Because it'd be a lost ball if you're in a turn. Like, how do you handle that in a tournament, Jeff? Yeah, that's a lost ball still. So that's uh, yeah, you'd have to hit. That's a lot of provisionals if you hit it near the leaves in the fall around here. So um, you know. It, uh, that's why we call it an Easter egg gun, even though it's in the fall. I feel like everybody's always looking around for something. I know of one. I know of one guy um, who carries the portable leaf blower in his cart. Really? You know, battery? Yes, battery powered one. I'll bring it out there to brush off the greens. You know, the blow Kev, off. Is, the it, green. is this you, Kev? Are you this? Guy? No, it's not. No, no, it's not me. Not yet, anyways. But I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You know, winds blowing around, and you, you know you can you clear your path. I like it. It's a good idea, actually. There are, you know what? There's an opportunity here. We can create the uh, TD Green blower. Right so with the logo. I like it. It fit in the golf bags or an attachment. See, I'm just I'm giving away all the gold here, Brian. Just Kevin, I'm thinking it's we got rakes now for the bunkers. We got 
our, a ball retriever. We've got a shovel. We've got, I mean, we can just keep going here with items for tea to green. So let's, this, this will be our winter inventory for holiday presents, right? Yeah. <laughs> or we can have, uh, you know, I saw your Twitter exchange, uh, your, your tea to green license. That's right. Love I've been that talking idea, about that for way. years. Like, let's say everybody complains about pace of play. No one ever does anything about it. Here's an incentive for courses, pros, players, everybody. But uh, I love that idea. I saw that also, and I, that's the first I've heard of it, and we've been talking forever. I think that's a great idea, Brian. We might have to talk about that this winter. That's right. This is our – this Jeff, this is our we, – we didn't get to do an official tip of the week, so this is it right here, right? Even mm -hmm. in fall golf, even with the leaf rule and all that, keep pace of play up so golf remains fun for everybody. Yeah, including yourself. Yeah. I mean, at some point, how long do you want to look for that golf ball? You know, I mean, three minutes is the rule. Bring some extra golf balls. Have a good time around there. Hit some shots. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the fall. Enjoy being out there and just play golf and have fun. It's a great time of year to get better, too. This is the time of year all the tournaments are done. Start working on stuff that you want to do for next year. Start planning ahead and work on those shots that you're not good at. And, yeah, it, it's, it's just a wonderful time to play, and pace of play makes it more fun for everybody. Absolutely. You're going to play bad. Play bad fast. Correct, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, as always, you're the star of our show every week. We appreciate your, uh, your efforts this year. You're not going away. This is just our last show on WGR for a while. But uh, thanks, as always, for doing it. It's been a joy. A joy and uh, we'll be back U.S. Open week, Masters week. We've been doing our tee to green extra online. So uh, your insight will continue. I'm looking forward to it. It's so much fun to do it. And uh, at least I have two professionals to, to buoy me up as I keep butchering this job. Kev, another year down for us in the books. It's been a blast as always. It's been my favorite season because I've been socially distant from you two. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It, it, we always get to this point and it flies by, but I'll tell everybody, uh, tdgreen.golf check that out uh we are going to be more active with podcasts here in the fall on our youtube channel with td green extras because there's so much golf that is happening starting next week with the new season starting on the pga tour and you've got the u.s open masters uh it's gonna be it's gonna be great to be 50 tournaments in the upcoming season and you get two masters it's gonna be great Next year is going to be insane. Uh, we might have to start January 1st with everything that's going on around golf next year. It's 50 events. Is that right, Kevin? That's going to yep. be awesome. 50. 50 <laughs> events. Amazing. Crazy. And we want to thank, of course, you, the listener, for, uh, for joining us every Saturday morning. We uh, obviously love having you along the ride. Enjoy golf. Hopefully three more months, maybe at least, in western New York of good golf weather to come here. So, uh, And a big shout-out, by the way, this year with us, having to uh, do things remotely and Zoom and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Derek Kramer, Joe DiBiase, the two of them tag-teamed at WGR to kind of keep us on the air all throughout this. And thanks to Alan Davis, the, uh, the head honcho over there at WGR, for uh, his support of the show as well. For PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. Tea to Green right here on WGR.